Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Want to talk about our opponent? They're bigger, faster, stronger, more experienced, and on paper, they're just better, and they know it too. But I want to tell you something that they don't know. They don't know your heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to Young Catholics Respond, everybody. I am Bill Snyder, and it is wonderful to be with each and every one of you today on this episode. I also want to remind you that you can visit our website, patchworkheart.org, to find out more information about us and our ministry and how you can get in touch with us, especially on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that good stuff. You can find us there by searching Patchwork Heart Ministry, and you can also uh, search at PWH Ministry on Twitter and Instagram to find us. And please connect with us. We love to hear from our listeners. We love to hear from those who support our ministry. One last thing is to go over to our YouTube channel, uh, which is simply Patchwork Heart Ministry, and subscribe because we've got a lot of really great stuff going on over there. You'll find our weekly episodes of Journeys in Faith with Anne DeSantis and also the Sewing Hope podcast, which is our other podcast here on Patchwork Heart Radio. So really do appreciate uh, you all supporting our ministries and those likes and shares really, really do have an impact. Most people think, oh, what if I just click that, or, you know, like or love or whatever? What kind of impact does that have? Well, it really does have a meaningful impact uh, because it helps us evangelize. That's really what it comes down to. When you click those little buttons, subscribe and like and evangelize, uh, it helps us evangelize more and get the word out to more people because more people see it according to these algorithms that we don't really know exactly how they work, but we just know that if things have a greater view, typically more people see them. Uh, And those that interact with those things uh, also increase the visibility. And Lord knows that we need to fight back against all the different things that are being thrown at us in society. So certainly uh, making the Lord, making uh, religious content more visible on social media uh, is something that we all really need to do. Uh, so with that being said, today is a solo episode of Young Catholics Respond, and I am not going to be uh, having a guest today. Uh, and the reason for that is because uh, I want to focus on 
a topic that is near and dear to my heart. In fact, I've been talking with uh, my spiritual director quite a bit about doing this topic. And uh, the reason why Young Catholics Respond has kind of become more of a sporadic podcast is because of this topic of fatherhood that I'm going to talk about today. Uh, you know, this program used to be a weekly program. Uh, you could count on it each and every Thursday. But um, recently I became a father all the way back um, in May, May Fifth of 2021, so uh, just about five months ago, almost six months ago, uh, my son Elvin was born uh, to my wife Agnes and I, and it was a beautiful and joyous day. Uh, it was a long day, but it was beautiful, and uh, we really got to uh, enter into that parenthood, both my wife and I, and uh, I have had the wonderful, amazing privilege of being a stay-at-home dad over the last several months as uh, my wife has gone back to work. Um, I have had an incredible privilege, a beautiful privilege, of going to take care of my son each and every day. I get the opportunity uh, to be a stay-at-home dad, and right now he's taking a nap, uh, so I get to record this episode in uh, relative silence around here. You may hear our cat, but other than that, um, it should be a relatively silent and peaceful episode. And um, I'm, I'm excited to talk with you, though, about fatherhood, because it's something that I've been really reflecting on. And as I mentioned, talking with my spiritual director about, because uh, it really changes your spirituality uh, when you become a dad. And as a new dad, um, I think as an older new dad, I'm 36 years old, uh, there's there's so many um, different blessings that we can really plug into and talk about the aspects of fatherhood. So uh, that's what I want to do on today's episode. And I wanted to pull up some scripture because uh, there's some really beautiful scripture that um, really can highlight for us how God wants fathers to plug in to his divine fathership or fatherhood, right? He is fatherhood personified in, in, in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the son. But as Jesus says, right, uh, whoever sees me has seen the father. So we, we have a model of authentic, beautiful masculinity and what that model of fatherhood looks like. And Jesus taught us to pray, our Father, right? Our Father who art in heaven. Jesus teaches us these things. But I want to focus on the uh, book of Samuel just for a moment and and read you this quote. It comes from 2 Samuel verse uh, chapter 7, verses 14 and 15. And it says this, I will be a father to him. And he shall be a son to me. If he does wrong, I will reprove him with a human rod and with human punishments. But I will not withdraw my favor from him as I withdrew it from Saul, who was before you. And, you know, this is a beautiful, beautiful quote. Because uh, he's talking, obviously, about... King David, and that David uh, will be and have a throne that is the uh, is the beginning of that line that will allow 
uh, the Lord Jesus to come in and be the uh, pinnacle of, be the summit of that line. Um, right? Like that's where salvation comes from. It comes from that lineage all the way back to uh, King David or Jesse, like we uh, say. But that quote talking about fatherhood and talking about that God will be a father and King David will be a son. Right? Like, that is absolutely beautiful. And what he talks about it, when he does wrong, I'll discipline him in the usual ways, right? Like, he'll discipline him in human ways. But he will never remove the love from him. Like, he'll never remove it from him. And, you know, you read that line, but I will not withdraw my favor from him as I withdrew it from Saul who was before you. And that's just a incredible, beautiful, wonderful um, image for us to really talk about fatherhood. Now, I mean, my son is almost six months old, right, as I mentioned. And it is impossible for him currently to commit a personal sin, right? Like he has no knowledge of what he's doing, right or wrong. It's it's not a something that he is able to perceive right now. And our church says that right around uh, the age of seven is typically when uh, you, you reach the age of reason uh, and therefore are able to take the next step in your sacrament of initiation and uh, recognize that you should be uh, able to go to confession and and of course receive um, our Lord body, blood, soul, and divinity in that sacrament of initiation, the first Holy Eucharist. But right now, uh, my, my son is unable to commit personal sin. Um, he's been baptized already. And so he is a member of the body of Christ. And I think about that, you know, often, I mean, he brings a lot of joy into our lives and, um, we pray together almost every single day. My my son and I uh, sit in a rocking chair and either before he goes to one of his naps or bed at night uh, or when he wakes up from one of them, uh, we say some very simple prayers. I often make the sign of the cross on his forehead and um, we, we pray together and it's a beautiful and wonderful thing. Uh, it is never too early, folks. If you're listening, dads out there, it is never, ever too early to pray with your children. Um, in fact, the very first night in the hospital, uh, I got a chance to hold my son and I said those prayers, uh, you know, quietly with him. And there is something so very powerful. But to revisit that quote um, about King David, um, it's it's um, so, something beautiful because, of course... When our children do something wrong or that we don't like, um, we will discipline them, right? We'll discipline them in in human ways. But we cannot remove the love that we have for them. There is a divine love that, you know, transcends these relationships. And if we allow God into that relationship, you know, I, I think oftentimes of how unworthy I am to even use the title you know, father, I'm a dad. Like I'm talking with you right now. Like I'm a father. Well, I 
I am, you know, you know, a sinful human being. Like I have a lot of shortcomings and faults. And yet I get to use that same title that Jesus calls his father, right? Our father, Abba, daddy. Like we, we get to use that title, even though we, we can't live up to the perfection that our heavenly father really, really is for us. It, but it's a great model. It's a great thing to look at, you know, and it's a beautiful spirituality to get to plug into, right? Like I, that's the way I think about it. I get to plug into the divine grace of the heavenly father. I get to take on part of that role and it's an incredible responsibility, right? Like I, it's not just changing diapers and, um, you know, playing on our play mat and doing those little things. It's not just that. There's so much more than the the day-to-day interactions that I have with my son. There's so much more. So much more that God is desiring that we have. And what is that? It's that love. It's that raising in the faith. It's actually intentionally raising my my son in the Catholic faith. And the love and that bond that we get to share, that only father and son can share. It's a playful relationship. It's a sacred relationship. It's a beautiful, joy-filled relationship. As infancy grows into childhood, it will have and bear different responsibilities. But right now, encountering that and seeing that God also sees me like that little child, right? And recognizing that God desires to have this type of relationship with me, this playful, loving, unconditional relationship that's meaningful, that's all in. You know, there's only one way you can be all in. Like, folks, right now, Elvin is sleeping. That's my son's name, Elvin Francisco. And right now he's sleeping. If he was to wake up, I'd have to stop this recording because I'm all in. Like, that's that's my first duty. That's my first job right now as a stay-at-home dad in the middle of the day. And so we're going to talk about what it means to be all in on a relationship as dads and as husbands and also as uh, God sees us because God's all in for us. So how can we be all in for him? We're going to talk about that on the other side of this break. I'm Bill Snyder. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Young Catholics Respond on Patchwork Heart Radio. Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, Young Adult Ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. 
as they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared, fears faded, and Jesus revealed that he is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278. Hi everybody, Bill Snyder here. Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. What's the S stand for? It's not an S. On my world, it means hope. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder, and it's great to be with you today. On this episode, we're talking about fatherhood, and um, it's something that has been on my heart and mind, as I mentioned in the first half of this podcast, because uh, I recently became a new dad about five and a half months ago, and it's a beautiful and wonderful uh, thing to have an incredible relationship with my new son, Elvin Francisco, and uh, we, we, you know, we kind of left off the first half talking about um, how, how we as people and as fathers can have a relationship that mirrors the heavenly relationship of God the Father and Christ, right? Jesus, the Son, and the Father, because they have a relationship, right? And their their relationship brings forth the third being of the Trinity, right? It proceeds from the Father and the Son, as we say in our creed, and it's the Holy Spirit, right? So that third being of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And, you know, this is a beautiful, beautiful teaching um, that that is centered in marriage, right? Like we can talk about our wives here because wives are necessary for uh, the... the uh, birth of a child, right? Like we have to have a woman part of this, uh, it's God's plan. Um, so, so this mirrors a Trinity, right? Like it, it mirrors a Trinity. The, the, the love of the husband and the wife brings forth the third person, right? Um, and, and there's something so beautiful and sacred and wonderful about that. Uh, but I, I want to talk about that, that relationship that father and son has and that sacred bond there because in what I have witnessed and what I have seen in my very uh, few days as a earthly father that there is a wonderful bond a beautiful bond between father and son you know my my son knows when I'm going to be silly with him Right, like he, he, like he knows when I'm about to tickle him, or when I'm about to make a funny face. Like he, he gets it. He knows it. Um, and there's the bond there. He, he 
also knows that I know when he is hungry, when he uh, wants his diaper changed, when he's tired. And I know when he's going to rebel against those things. In fact, uh, I mentioned that my my son is sleeping as I record this. And just a few moments ago, uh, as I was putting him down, uh, he was kind of rejecting the fact that he wanted to lay by himself in the crib. And, you know, I think this can serve as a you know metaphor for our faith, too, because he number one, he knows it's good for him to go to sleep because he's tired. He's rubbing his eyes and he wants to sleep. Um or that he's showing all the signs of being tired. And um, he knows the best place to get that sleep is by himself in the crib um, with his sound machine on, right? Like, like he knows that. That's where he's going to feel the most relaxed and get the best sleep for two hours. Um, it's not in my arms, but guess what? He's crying and making a big fuss, and it took 15 or 20 minutes for me to calm him down to get him to sleep, even though he just wanted to go to sleep. And he's, and that cry is, Daddy, I want to go to sleep. Won't you help me go to sleep? Yes, I will. So stop fighting and allow your dad to love you enough to put you in the right position to sleep. And, you know, that's, that's a beautiful um, reflection for our faith too, right? Like God knows, especially in today's society, in today's world, and with all the different pressures that we need rest, right? We need rest. Sometimes we need a cup of coffee too, but we need we need rest. And do we allow our Heavenly Father to put us in the right position to get the rest? Or do we scream and cry and say, I want that. I really want that rest. I really want that. Can't you give it to me? Yes, I can. But are you going to let me put you in the right position? Are you going to let me lay you down in the right crib? And and again, this is all tied in to the beautiful gift of fatherhood, right? Like, I, I wouldn't... I, a few months ago, I had no idea what that felt like. In April, I had no idea the capacity was not there for me to understand fatherhood because I was not a father. Now that I am a father and I have laid my son to sleep so many times in his crib, I know what that relationship is like. And I know when he's hungry. I know when he's food. I know when I'm finished this podcast, I have to go and prepare all of the cereal and get ready to feed him. And then a bottle for formula for later. I mean, I have a laundry list of things to do. Uh, probably some laundry, too. But the reality is, is that God wants to mirror this relationship with us. And there's another quote that I want to throw into this uh, podcast as well, because here's what one of the scripture passages talk about when we do these things from early age. Like when we, like when we're instructing and laying our children down to, to sleep, praying with them. Again, praying with them, folks. Take time to pray with your children at no matter what age it is. If they're, if they're six months, if they're one day old, pray with your children. I pray the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, the Memorari, and intercessions every day with my kid on my lap. And it is amazing. 
Oftentimes the prayer that we pray calms him down if he's a little fussy. Like, seriously, folks, pray with your children. It's There's nothing greater that you can do. Nothing. And the especially when they're little and they're on your lap, they're... The, the the warmth and the love that you feel from tapping into the relationship with your heavenly father into and passing that through to your son there's just nothing like it um but but that goes to my point that doing this from an early age really 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 has incredible benefits and this is from the book of proverbs uh chapter 22 verse 6 Train the young in the way they should go. Even when old, they will not swerve from it. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Right there. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. And... What a beautiful verse that is, because again, if you do these things from the early age, if if you're a young dad out there listening to this, and you've got you know a little kid in the same position that I'm in, right? Like if if that's where you are in in your life right now, I really, really, really encourage you. Um, really encourage you to. Pray with them. Start with them at that early age and you know what's going to happen. When they are old, they will not swerve from it. That's scriptural, folks. That's biblical. Right? They're going to remember this. And one of the things that I just want to uh, mention to you is that I mentioned that I do intercessions with my child every day. Well, I, I can remember my bedtime prayers. Like I can remember every word that we would say every night because my mom and dad would come in to our bedrooms. They would kneel next to our bed and we would pray our prayers before we went to bed as little kids. I can rattle off every intercession to you like it's ingrained in me. And I know that as I pass along those intercessions and not only the rote prayers and the Hail Mary and the Our Father, um, you know, but I pass along those intercessions. And I pray for all of our family members that are with us, right? Mine were very, very simple. We would always say at the end of our prayers, God bless mom, dad, Bill, Jim, and Mary, granny, and pop up, mom, and pop, and everybody we should pray for and say, thank you, Jesus, for loving me and my whole family. Like, I can rattle that off. And I know that as I pass along to my, my kid, his intercessions, right? God bless mom, dad, Elvin, grandmom, and pop up. Abuelita, Abuelo, and Jose, and everybody we should pray for and say, thank you, Jesus, for loving me. And my whole family. Like, I know that he won't swerve from it because it's biblical. At age 36, I'm able to do mine. At age 36, he'll be able to do his. And it's those moments that ground him. It's this that grounds him. Is he going to have failings and struggles just like I've had? Absolutely. 
but he's not going to swerve from those things. It's going to be deeply rooted, deeply ingrained in his soul. And that is from the example of fatherhood. So two things I want you to remember from today's episode, folks, as we wrap up. Two things. Number one, allow God. Allow God to be father to you. Because he is. Jesus said that. Pray our father who art in heaven. So God is a father to you and me. He is our father. Allow him to be father to you. He's going to correct you in ways that are human, but he's never going to allow you to be alone and without love, his love. He's never going to stop loving you and allow that love to happen. The other thing I want you to remember from today's podcast is very simply, pray with your children and pass the love on to them. His father to your children, pass it on. That's what I have for you today on today's episode. I also encourage you um, to real quickly as we wrap up to again, check out our website, patchworkheart.org, but also check out our brand new book. Uh, We have a new book called Hearts Burning Within Us. It is a book um, written for college students. All all the different questions that they have on their hearts that they bring into their uh, journey as they question their faith and uh, grow in their faith. Uh, We answered some of those questions in a question and answer style book and really do encourage you to check it out very simply. All you got to do is go over to uh, patchworkheart.org. You will find the book called Hearts Burning Within Us available available for purchase right on the homepage. Uh, so check it out. It's only $15 uh, and there are bulk discounts. So you order more than one uh, or more than five actually and you will get um, a bulk discount for the books you order uh, for maybe a small group or a study group that you might be able to uh, or want to lead. So, until next time from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart and sowing hope into those broken hearts. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry. Did you enjoy this podcast? Listen to other podcasts from Patchwork Heart Ministry by following Patchwork Heart Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.